0: Welcome to Lost or Found, the podcast where we think about what can be possible in our lives. And now, here's the host of the show, Dr. Michelle Choi. Hi. So I decided I'm going to do something a little differently today. And well, it's just going to be me. I've been mentioning in the last few episodes the imaginary letter that I wrote on behalf of my mother to me, for me, and by me. And it originally started off as a monologue way back when on episode 50, and I delved deeper to include it in my upcoming book. On last week's interview, something that Dr. Chris Farnbach had said I found really interesting. We were discussing Jeanette McCurdy's book. I'm Glad My Mother Died, and we were talking about enmeshment, when parents who are overly reliant on children for support can lead to emotional trauma. I asked her towards the end of the interview, how do we heal from enmeshment? And she brought up differentiation, to essentially separate yourself from the destructive environmental influences. In order for us to live our own lives and fulfill our own destinies, we must differentiate ourselves from destructive family and societal influences. Differentiating from negative influences and identities from our past allows us to become who we truly are, rather than following a prescribed identity from either our family or our society. So friends, I present to you a chapter from my book. This letter has been a part of my process of differentiation from my pain. My imagined letter, by me, for me, to me. A while back, I had an astrology reading. When I was born, my grandmother had our natal charts read in Korea. Astrology is a fascinating way in which to gain some insight as it looks at your character traits behavioral tendencies, desires, and the directions your life might take. I've always been a fan of the horoscope, although it didn't always resonate. But with astrology, it's cool to look at the information that's presented to you, especially from a person who doesn't know you. It's like another perspective on your life, if you choose to believe it and think about what's presented. And let's be really clear You ultimately are the judge of whether or not any information is true for you, because you know yourself best. If you feel like you know yourself adequately, an astrology reading offers an interesting take on things as you briefly become an observer and contemplate your life thus far. You know your story, and only you can validate your truth. I went on to interview my astrologer on the podcast, Jennifer Edwards, for episode 50. Something Jennifer had said to me stayed with me for months. During my reading, she recommended that I write a letter to my mother for some closure, even if I decided to never send it. I've continued to think about this letter, because even though I've been able to rationalize our relationship— I'm not sure if I've truly forgiven her. I'm not sure if I've forgiven myself. When Jennifer read my parents' energy in my chart, she described my mother as absent and cold. She noted the tension and erratic behavior, the minimal maternal connection. It's not like I asked her, please tell me about my mother's terrible energy. My mother has always physically been there but maybe lost. My dad's energy in my charge, he stated, did not make things easier. I was validated by him if I followed the rules. I know this to be true because I've always felt this growing up. I became a doctor like him. Well, anyway, the idea of the letter stayed with me. It sort of haunted me. I could see its benefit but I wasn't sure if I was ready. I decided that I needed to hear from my mother in her healthy state, even if it was imagined. Perhaps you can call it her higher self, if she were capable of speaking rationally. Eve Ensler, who is known for her play The Vagina Monologues, wrote the book The Apology, where she takes on the imagined voice of her father who had sexually and physically abused her. And even though he was dead, she decided that she would wait no longer for the apology. An apology could be imagined by her, for her, to her. So, like Eve, I decided to write a letter on behalf of my mother. By me, for me, to me. I know that in her current state, she is not capable of saying any of this to me. She does not have the insight. I'm not sure if she's ever had insight, but I understand now that she cannot control herself. Even though she is physically still here, there is a huge disconnect in herself. She has lost herself in the process of living, as she still lives. Even though she thinks I'm selfish and horrible, I don't ever not think about her. She has impacted my life. I wonder about my impact on her life. Perhaps these are words that I need to hear, knowing that I will never hear them otherwise. From her higher self. It makes me feel better knowing that she has a higher self. A self that is full of love and all the possibilities that could have been her life. All the possibilities if she lived less afraid. And in writing this letter, I realized that I still needed to make sense of our relationship. I've learned to live, but I mourn for our relationship. I mourn for my mother. I also feel that I need forgiveness on many levels. In this letter, I have her call me Yoon Young because my family calls me by my Korean name. In the Korean language, Yun means faith and belief, Young means jade. So this is my imagined letter. Dear Yoon Young, I was born a year after the Korean War ended. My older sister, whom I had never met, had died as a baby during the war. My young parents were alone in what became South Korea as they left their families in the North to come here. And then the border closed forever. As you know, my father served in the Korean War, and when he returned home, he was more violent. Korea was so different back then, so poor after the war. Everyone was struggling to live, to survive in a place that was utterly demolished. We had nothing. Everyone around us had nothing. We lived with what little we had. My parents had no one to help them. They scavenged to make ends meet. My mother mourned all of her family members as they were lost to her forever. Before I was born, my mother had three girls. I was the fourth girl. My parents had really hoped that I would be a boy, They had been trying for a male, and each time, a girl came out. When I was in my mother's womb, energetically, you were also in there with me. A female baby is born with all the eggs that you will ever have, and energetically, you were already a part of me. My mother was abused even when we were inside of her. We heard her desperate screams, and we felt her pain. Her pain became our pain. On the day that I was born, I disappointed my parents. People have told me that my mother did not hold me for the first few days of my life. I believe she was so disheartened to learn that she had another girl. Maybe she thought that by finally producing a male heir, it would make her life better, perhaps easier she became even more depressed. She lived in fear of her husband. We lived in constant fear of our father. Perhaps you could say domestic violence was more open during those days. There was no one to rescue you. People heard women screaming. My father would grab her mother by her hair and beat her. We knew that our mother wanted to die back then. He beat all of us, and he especially directed his anger towards my oldest sister. This is what we knew. People always showed me attention and adored me because of the way I looked. I was always compared to my father because he was so handsome. And he treated me almost as well as my younger brothers because of my beauty. I relied on my looks to carry me but something I didn't fully appreciate in my life is that I am so much more than the way I look on the outside. I have always felt anxious and insecure. I think those feelings came from the fact that I felt abandoned growing up. Abandoned because no one showed up in the first place. My mother couldn't show up for me, and my father didn't show up for me. My siblings and I were fighting for our place. We were all trying to survive in our circumstances. I grew up at a time when women were supposed to get married and take care of the home and have kids. I was supposed to be happy when I became a married woman. But I'm not sure if that was for me, Yun Yong. I was able to marry a doctor. We married when we didn't know each other. Being a mom was supposed to make me happy, but I was overwhelmed, and that feeling never stopped. I became lost. I was in a new country with two small children, and I wasn't able to speak the language. Your dad was never home because he was always working. I felt incapable. I didn't know what to do. I found myself shutting down. I think I had been happier in Korea. In the US, as you and your brother wandered around the apartment, I found myself not able to get up. In my life, I don't think I've ever realized how smart I actually am. I was a great singer and had a real presence. I'm good with numbers and managing money. Perhaps I could have become a businesswoman but I was always too afraid to begin. Even when we divorced, I thought that maybe I would begin then, but I didn't. I was born at a time when women were not appreciated outside the home. I felt encaged. I never reached the full potential of my capabilities. I never realized my power. I have lived a life I never wanted to live. And I've become confused by the things that really don't matter to me. I didn't know that I lived with unresolved trauma. I never knew what that was or how that continues to guide my life. It makes sense to me now. I'm still living in my parents' prison. I have a brittle sense of self. I understand now why my relationships with family members have always been strained and dysfunctional. I understand why all of my relationships are dysfunctional. I never really allowed for anyone to come too close because I was always afraid they would leave. I needed my parents to come to me as a child, to be there. I've never been able to trust anyone. I didn't trust my husband. I never trusted myself. I don't think I have ever really loved nor felt love. I couldn't even feel God's love, though it's been there all along. I couldn't see nor feel it. I have been misguided. I learned from my father and mother. My father learned from his father and mother. I continue to live with fear, and fear has guided me throughout my life. I think it's too late for me. I am so sorry. I am sorry that I never saw you, nor really felt you. I did not realize that I could have made other choices. I am so sorry I asked you for all the wrong things. I have always looked externally for the answers. I denied myself from within. You were always such a sweet child, Yunyoung. When you were born, you brought us so much joy. I unknowingly brought the trauma into our family. I didn't know. I didn't understand. I was afraid of my feelings. I know that you adored me but you also walked on eggshells around me. You were so quiet. Sometimes I wondered how you got along with kids at school because you were always so quiet. I blamed our family so much for my own unhappiness, but I only have myself to blame. I never thought of you because I never thought of myself. I know that you didn't tell me anything. I know that I scared you, that we scared you. I was blind to how I made you feel. I confused our roles. I looked to you for attentiveness and comfort when you were just a child. You became my confidante and you praised me. I controlled you and everyone else by being the victim. I constantly sabotaged our family and our happiness. I was afraid and I felt empty. I compared you to other people and it made you feel less than. When all along, you have always been capable. I don't know why I was critical of your physical appearance. I know that I made you feel like you didn't measure up, that you weren't enough. It was all a lie, my lie. I know that I was unreliable and intimidating to you. I was not aware of my feelings. I acted out my emotional needs instead of talking about them. I know that all of you felt what I was feeling. I upset our family and you felt responsible for my mind. It was never you, Yunyoung. It was all me. I didn't approve of myself. I showed you the hatred I had for myself. It was never you. I was not aware of my trauma. I thought that it had gone away. I thought it was done. I wish that when you were younger, I held you in my arms more. I wish I had given you big kisses on your cheek and tickled you more. If only I could whisper sweet nothings into your little ears. I wish you had felt safe in my arms. I wish I comforted you and told you that things were going to be okay. I wish I had actually been there. I know that you've always loved me. I didn't realize that your love for me could never be enough because I fundamentally didn't love myself. I know that all you ever wanted was to have a close relationship with me. I'm sorry that every time you got close, I hurt you. I know why you're doing this, Yun I understand you. I never thought that a relationship between a mother and child could ever end. I know that I've gone too far, that I pushed you too far, and that I hurt you too much. I know that you've always tried to help me, to heal me. You were always there for me, but I became detrimental to you. I'm so sorry that I pushed you too far. I don't even know where I am anymore. I see you with your children and husband. I'm glad that you're learning about healthy relationships with your family. I understand that my life, our family's life, has been a lesson for you. I'm glad that you're working on a partnership where you trust each other. When you married him... I knew that your life together was going to add to your healing. I'm sorry I tried to break that. I felt like I was losing you. I feel so alone. I know you think about me a lot as you raise your children. I see you. You are a good mother. Your children talk to you and you honor the trust that they place in you as you and your husband raise them. You both provide a safe place for your children. You are their safe place. Their love has helped you to heal. You are breaking the family trauma, the generational cycle for them. They won't feel what my parents felt, what my siblings and I felt. What you and your brother felt. I'm proud of you. Don't listen to me even when I say ugly things to you. I know not who I am anymore. Ignore all the garbage. Listen to me in my better place, my higher self. My Yunyoung. I wish you nothing but happiness. This is the real me, all of me. I know that you've always loved me, that you still love me, that you will always love me. I know that you chose to leave, not because you don't love me, but for self-preservation, for the love of yourself. Yun Young, choose yourself over what you have endured. Make the choice that I cannot make for myself. Become all of you. I am rooting for you. I am so proud that you are doing something different, scary, and hard because it's meaningful to you. You are doing things even when you are afraid. I admire you. Remember, the only validation you need is your own happiness. I hope that you forgive me and that you also forgive yourself. I love you and I'm sorry. From Oma. I aired a version of this letter on December 9th, 2021 with Jennifer Edwards' interview. Before I wrote this letter, I felt the words gathering in my throat as if I needed to release it whether I wanted to or not. It was time. I thought I was just writing a letter, but even though they were my words, they pierced my heart and were exactly what I needed to hear. It was cathartic for me to write it, read it, and hear it. A message from my mother's beautiful and unflawed higher self who is not affected by all the confusion, misinformation, hatred, and unfulfillment. She exists, and she and I know the truth. I love that part of my mother that exists somewhere, even if she seems so far away. I can find forgiveness through her. My mother has been a huge and ongoing lesson for me in my life. Love wasn't so easily obvious, and it was only as an adult in my 30s when I felt totally obliterated by her that I began to contemplate self-love. It has been through the love for myself that I don't follow in her footsteps. Through self-love, I became the hand to hold on to to get myself up, to walk through the mess of my life, and out of it. I became the mother that I always needed. I believe all of us have that question to answer in our lives. Loving myself, loving yourself, loving themselves. Our unhappiness can only be answered by us. Be not afraid. I cannot answer for my mother's unhappiness. I can only answer for my own. I've tried to help her, even when it was at a cost to myself. My mother has always had her answers within her, but she failed to see, and she gave up. I've learned to become a better healer because of her. I can only try to help people with compassion, wisdom, and competence but ultimately, fixing our own problem lies within all of us. I can only fix my problems. I cannot fix other people's problems. I can't fix my mother's problems. You may think that you're seeing the problem, but the problem may actually run much deeper than what you see. It is through self-cultivation That we can find meaningful answers to our questions. Listen to the truth of who you really are. Thanks for listening to Lost or Found. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us, Lost or Found Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, and YouTube.